Inside the Cave now brings you the official store to get all things Cave Crush and Inside the Cave at CaveCrushShop.com. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Cave Crush and like our Facebook page, Cave Crush Shop. Turn that up a little. Yeah, like that. Enough of the bulls. It's time to go inside the cave with CB, Joe Dirt, Big Dog, Sid, Cousin Lamar, International D and Cat, and Valley Vale featuring Roland, Charles Hurt, and now introducing Sly. Coming down. What? Here we go. Welcome back inside the cave, inside the cave podcast.com and shopcavecrushshop.com. Got new material on there as always, and we're still doing stuff for Breast Cancer Awareness Month. So please go there and uh, cavecrushshop.com. Get the latest uh, Save the Kittens inspired by our co host Cat, and get the uh, latest Cave Crush shirt, Save the Kittens. For breast cancer awareness, 20% of the proceedings is going to the ACS. So make sure you do that. Also, I want to say a shout out. Thank you to everybody who's been listening. New subscribers, uh, 36. Uh, well, actually, uh, see, we got 49, I guess. 36 on iTunes, 8 on, uh, eight on uh, iHeart, and 5 on uh Android, so hey, we'll take it. Might be small to other shows, but it's good for us. So, thank you, all of you, all are important. Thanks for listening. Enjoy us. We really appreciate it, man. Shopcavecrushshop.com as well. Uh, small bunch today so far. I don't know who's all showing up, uh, but we will work with the guys we got here. So, also with me today, no Joe Dirt, but the Cleese Report podcast, which I was a guest on. Uh, a couple weeks, uh, last episode, man. Last yeah, you can go there right now and listen to it. Uh, me and uh, me and Roland, we kicked up some shit on there. What's up, bro? What's going on, man? What's going on? Uh, if you if you haven't went on, uh, uh, please report a podcast to check out that episode that went live on Monday. Y'all better check it out. CB dropped some jewels on us. Had a great time on there, I, and I, this ain't wasn't my first time being interviewed by anyone, but I will say, uh, Roland's probably done the best, <laughs> best job. <laughs> I will say that. I will say that. I honestly say that. So uh, yeah, go to Cleese Report podcast on iTunes, and hopefully by the end of this week, from what I'm hearing, that uh, it'll be on other platforms as well, or at least another platform for people with Android users be able to use. Listen. Also with us today, our new co-host. <laughs> Talking about dropping bombs, he made a hell of an entrance last week with that question. We got some feedback on it. Uh, welcome back to Inside the Cave, Sly. What's up? What's going on, fellas? Glad to be back. Yeah, yeah, man. Thanks for being here, man. All right, we got a lot to talk about today. Uh, so let's get started first with these emails, listeners' feedback. Got an opinion? Let your voice be heard. Want to change the direction of the show? Talk your sh- Tell us how you really feel. Listeners feedback with Cousin Lamar on Inside the Cave. 
starting off right off with Nina. Nina says so much to say on this past show, shaking my head. First of all, whatever money you all get for doing the show, Cat deserves to be the highest paid for dealing with you all. Roland fell into the trap of just being one of the guys and is no longer believable as someone sympathetic to women. Also, Sly is too new to be asking questions like that to the audience. We don't even know you yet. CB, how can you say no one wants a woman after she turns 30? Plenty of women get plenty of women gets married after 30, sometimes more than once. Oh, Nina had a lot to say this week. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I'm not. I'm not feeling Nina's email at all. I, I'm a. I'm a little perturbed. I, I definitely went off the rails last week. I definitely fell into the CB and uh, Inside the Cave dirt sheet trap. But um, I consider myself to be a multifaceted person, and all the listeners should know I'm still Captain Save a Ho. I still love these hoes. I'm always gonna be on the side of the female. I'm always gonna represent. And um, uh, I was a little irritated about a particular situation last week. But, you know, we all have our days. And as far as my stories go, hey, before I got married, I had a pass. Hey, uh, save your breath, Roland. It gets, it gets, it gets worse. <laughs> <laughs> Hold your breath, bro. <laughs> and as far as uh, uh, plenty of women getting married after 30, I didn't say that they didn't. But if you watch, uh, I forgot the name of that movie. Why did I get married with uh, Chris Rock and Kerry Washington? She said it. I'm no longer the the 20-year-old girl in the club anymore. And women go through that phase where they, in the back of their minds, they don't believe they're as hot or as as sexy as they were maybe as a year ago. Because something from going from 20 to 30. Whether they want to admit it or not, they do. They all go through it. So I was just talking to the guys. If you're looking for vulnerable women, there's your chance. I'm not. I'm not the one here for the women. Rolling this. <laughs> well, I'll give. Uh, I'll get back to the emails. All right, here we go. This is from Carol. Cat, I had to deal with the same thing when my nephew used to stay with us during the summers. Except sometimes he wouldn't have the decency to clean up behind himself. I would find tissue paper all over the bed. It was nasty, but I never called him out. I just cleaned up behind him. All right, uh, Rolla, do you remember what she's talking about? I think that was when Kat was talking about her son whacking off. No, I think I think what happened was she was saying, why does he take long showers? And yeah. uh, everybody implied that he was in there whacking off. And I think that's when the show went left. Is when everybody started talking about crazy stories and stuff. Because Cat had said a man will stick his thing in anyone, anything. No, Remember? No, this, I think this is from two weeks ago, though. It's from like two or three episodes ago. Oh, I don't, I don't remember nobody walking. There was a boy walking off? Cat was talking about her son messing up all the towels. Oh, man, listen. That's nasty. But go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I don't think I feel comfortable talking about Cat's son. Right, right, right. Especially because he's a grown-ass man now. All right. Uh, <laughs> but Cat did bring it up first. All right, here we go. This is from, this is from Troy. Did Roland say glory hole 
Man, what is Roland talking about? Your show going to new levels of filth. I'm for real, man. I'm for real. That man said he had a, a same situation as Big. I'm assuming he meant Big Dog. But he turned the lights off and proceeded, shaking my head. Y'all some dirty, y'all some old dirty niggas. He can't be part of your original crew. You all old, but that nigga old and crazy. Well, that's from my <laughs> young boy Troy. I, I man, like I said, I don't understand why we can't share. We can't share some of the past. We was, you know, we was we was being a little bit open and t- talking about some things. And um, that's what happened. Yep, like I said, I ain't telling the second half of the story now. Y'all did a, y'all doing all that judging. See that's see that's like they do with that fat shaming. Y'all y'all um y'all shaming me on my past. <laughs> um, wait wait, Roland. Uh, there's more. So just oh my god. And the kids keep coming. Yeah. Uh, okay, here's Cheryl. Cheryl says I usually don't agree with kill yourself and start over. But any woman that answers that question from the new guy, Sly, deserves kill yourself and start over. Keep your business to yourself, ladies. Now we got Nathan. Okay, here we This is from Nathan. This is a new listener. Well, actually, he's not a new listener, but he's just his first time sending in some feedback. Hey, Inside the Cave Podcast family, it's NFMFalmy underscore MBJ from Instagram. Just wanted to show some love to the show. I tune in every week to the program. The new member addition to the show is great. At first, I wasn't sure how he was going to fit in, but he fits in perfectly, and I can see some heated debates between him and the lovely cat in future shows. Keep up the great work, guys. All right, that's from Nathan. Shout out to Nathan. Thanks for tuning in. Hey, um, cat, did you get a chance to hear uh, Sly's question from last week? I did, but uh, I actually, Tiffany, when she first heard it, she called me and we talked about it. Oh, yeah, I forgot to put uh, Tiffany's feedback in. All right, here we go. This is from Michelle. Last one is from Michelle. Thank you, CB, for the apology. I can only assume you were serious. And if so, it was appreciated. The one thing I can say about you and some of the other guys is you're straightforward and don't pretend to be someone that you're not. I knew from the first episode that I listened to that CB was a Republican, sexist, and more than likely married to a white woman, and that's fine. Joe has always came across as a pervert and never shied away from it, and the same with some of the other guys who don't talk as much. But Roland is starting to come across as a fraud. His stock is going down from the first time he appeared to now. He seems like a hypocrite. The last show told me who he is. Never mind the stories of him in the club or in a dirty hotel with a woman. That's his preference. The comment about women journalists were completely inappropriate, even for Inside the Cave. A group of black men should be the last ones upset about a female journalist and rolling the same way you feel about women making grounds that's how the white man feels about you. Well, all the only thing I'm going to say, Roland, I don't think Michelle will be listening to the Cleese Report podcast anytime soon. <laughs> she sure as hell won't. That Roland got exposed. I didn't get, I didn't get exposed because 
that. I've been the same. I've uh, whole genuine said. I've been the same OG. <laughs> No, 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 no. I stopped. I listened to what she was talking about. You. <laughs> uh, no, Roller. No, Roller, you did, you did go in on the journalist, though. See, Roller, when you first. I'm, I'm, hold on, time out. Can I? I'm, I'm, listen, I'm talking about the filth part. I'm talking about the filth part. As far as the journalist go, you can feel how you want to feel. In that particular instance, I got my opinion. I still love women, I still support women. And. On top of all of that, all I was saying was, is that everybody's getting extra sensitive. We all got some chauvinists in us. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm married to a woman. I don't let her drive me nowhere. <laughs> you know, I like to drive. When we go on the highway, I like to drive. There's yeah. just, to me, there's just some stuff you allowed to be a man about. That's all. That's all I was saying. I wasn't defending that white woman. I mean, beating that woman or that white woman or I don't know how she took it to white, black man. That's how they fight. Come yeah. on! Ain't nobody against women. Hey, hey, hey! Just so you know, Roland, we understood you the first time. Yeah, but the more important thing is, she said that she caught she. I don't know. This is like a double-edged sword. She was calling herself giving me a compliment, but she got me all the way wrong. She said CB was a Republican, sexist, and more than likely married to a white woman. Uh, I am not a Republican, and I'm not married to a white woman. Now, the sexist part, that's debatable, but I am not a Republican. And that's the second time I've been called a Republican on this show. I am not a Republican. I think, what's the other guy uh, who got the blog site sending the email talking about I was a Republican? Hey, brother, ain't no Republican at all. You might be a little confused, you know what I'm saying, but... I am not a Republican. Please. Well, well, it sounds like the credibility of this woman's, the writer in her, um, is a little flawed, if, if to no. say the least. Hey, 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 she writes in every week. I still haven't narrowed her down. I still believe she's one of Cat's friends, but we will not be criticizing Michelle, even though she called me a, a Republican. That's, you know, I'm not Hold on, time out. She can call me a fraud, but I can't say her yes. email a suspect? Yes, that's part of your job. To, 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 eat, to eat shit and like it. <laughs> yep. I, first I felt like I should be in, I, I just feel like they came after me a little bit But it's, it's all good It's all good hey. Hey, get, hey. hey man it's all good man You know when you first came in You know we, we met your representative Hey dog yeah. Yeah, We all got a representative You right You right yeah. There was a little crack in the armor last week. I give you that. So uh, like I said, you kind of got it in reverse. You know, you made a good first impression. Then after that, it was all the shit. <laughs> yeah, but I, I'm gonna get back on track. Like I said, I'm still listen. I'm still Captain Saberho. I'm always gonna back these women up. That's what I do. All right. 
Attaboy Roller. All right, that was listeners feedback. <laughs> if you guys want to send feedback to Inside the Cave, I, I'm sorry I did miss a couple of them because I forgot to add them. But if you want to send listeners feedback, please send the Inside the Cave podcast at gmail.com. The first segment. It's time the warm-up. The A Block. Let's work it out. You got 30 seconds. On Inside the Cave. Now, the reason why I do you got 30 seconds is to warm up and get these get these ladies and ladies, I'm sorry, the guys and lady uh, warmed up and ready for the show. I take headlines that I heard of this week and I ask them questions. Now, Tiffany told me that the questions are too hard for these people and someone else said that I'm exposing the uh, co-hosts of the show and making them look real bad. So, I promise you all, these questions are much easier this week. I promise you. Everybody should get the answers correct. I expect everyone to get them right. All right. So, Kat, we're going with you first. Of course. Aisha, I don't know if you heard this, Kat, but Aisha Curry went on The Real and told the host, you heard a TV show, The Real, right? Yes, I know. Yeah, she went on there and told the host about her husband, Steph Curry's foot fetish. You heard about that? I did. Cool. Kat, you got 30 seconds to name three NBA wives. Your clock starts right now. <laughs> Easy questions. Easy. I can't name one of them. Kat, these are easy questions. I can't name one of them. Oh, wow. Gabrielle Union? Uh, okay, Gabrielle Union. Yeah, she's married to Dwayne, right? That's true. Okay. I believe your clock stopped already. Cat, all right, I'll give you an accent. Said is not here. I'll give you Said's pause. All right. Nicki Minaj said in the Double XL <laughs> that she reintroduced female MCs back to hip hop. You heard about that, right, Cat? I'm, I'm hearing about it now. All right. Uh, Kat, you got 30 seconds to name three mainstream female MCs. Your clock starts right now. Easy, easy stuff. Easy stuff. Three mainstream female MCs. Yeah. Um, okay, Queen Latifah. Uh, is, is she mainstream? Is that considered That's mainstream? Correct. Uh, okay, you know the last time we were talking about female rappers, I missed the brat, and I'm so sad. I missed the brat. I don't know if the brat is considered mainstream. Oh really? Okay. You got ten seconds. It's Eve. It's Eve there you go, Eve. Eve. One more. One more. Uh, Nicki Minaj. All right, I'll give you Nicki Minaj. All right, at a girl cat. All right, uh, who we got next? Uh, oh, okay. Well, dog, you got two of them this week since Joe is not here. Dog, uh, Bow Wow posted a picture of himself as being part of the original Death Row. You heard about that, right, uh, Big Dog? Hey, I'm protesting your game this week. Dog, you got 30 seconds to name three members of Death Row, not Dr. Dre, Snoop, and Tupac. Your clock starts right now. Did you not hear what I just say? I'm protesting your fucking game this week. You got 25 seconds. taking a knee. taking a knee. got my fist in the air for Colin Kaepernick. Slide, help him. Slide, help him. 
There you go. You got 10 seconds. All right, Fly, you got one. Uh, Lady of Rage. There you go. One more. One more. Corrupt. There you go. All right. I don't think you made 30. Corrupt. Yeah, I don't think you made 30 seconds, but we'll take it. All right. Uh, here we go, Sly. I'm reclaiming my time. Here you go, Sly. Birdman and Tony Braxton have secretly been married for two months now. You heard about that, haven't you, Sly? Yeah, man. Yeah, I heard about it. Yeah. I need you. You got 30 seconds to name three other relationships Tony Braxton was in. Damn. Your clock oh. starts right now. Oh. oh I'm a football player. Oh, shh. Can't, can't think of his name. Oh. Yeah, that's not going to work for me. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I was gonna say. Alright, here we go. I give I give you a, I give you another easy one. Now Sly, you heard uh Gucci Mane and Keisha got married this week. You heard about that, didn't you, uh Sly? Yeah, I went I went yesterday. I went I was there. Oh, okay, for sure. <laughs> you got thirty seconds to name three Gucci Mane songs. Your clock starts right now. And some sad news this week, Donald Trump told the widow of a fallen soldier that her husband knew what he signed up for. You heard hey. of, you heard about that, didn't you, Ro? Yes, I did. Yes, I did. Okay, Roller, you got 30 seconds to name three members of the No Limit Soldiers. Your clock starts right uh, now. Come on. BFX, uh, Mystical, Shook the Shocker, um, uh, uh, Murder, C Murder. Um, of course, Master P. Yeah, good, good, good. I guess, they know too. Hey, I guess we can see. Okay, dog, I got one more for you. But as of right now, well, Cat, since dog ain't participating, Cat, how about you answer this one? This is real easy, real easy. This is, these are simple stuff. Simple. Uh, girls will now be able to join the Boy Scouts now. Uh, you heard about that, haven't you, Cat? You got 30 seconds to name three flavors of Girl Scout cookies. Your clock um, starts now. The bread, the Thin Mints, and the Coconuts. Uh, now see? See, I told you, I'm making these. Everybody eats. Dosey Dose? Come on. How you forget the Dosey Dose? Showing love today, man. Bag Hey, I'm showing love today on Inside the Cave. Everybody eats, B. You see that? Tell me, man. I made it real easy for everybody, man. So everybody say thank you. I don't CD. know. You you learned hard at the beginning. But CCB, your questions are odd. You asked me about the Boy Scouts. How did we get to the Girl Scouts? And then got to think. <laughs> I know. They're not supposed to be easy. I don't want it to be easy. <sighs> All right. All right. That was uh. You got thirty seconds. <laughs>
the question of the day. Hey, Sly, before we get to your segment, tell everybody what is the question of the day for this week? Uh, the, the question has a scenario to go with it. Okay. This, this week's question is, your guy asks you to get dressed and to, to get sexy. He's taking you out. He takes you to a swingers club. What's your reaction? Okay. That's the, that's the scenario and that's the question. All right, cool, cool, cool. We'll talk more about that later on. I want everybody to send in your feedback inside the cave podcast at gmail.com or, fa- or Sly's Facebook page. We'll probably post it on our Facebook page as well. All right. Hey, Sly, Sly, uh, are, are your questions typically for the women? Uh, um, yes. The major- majority, yes, yes. Yeah, I, I throw in some, some parallel. Uh, parental questions or um, some men questions, but m- most of the time the women are the one that um, gravitate to it and answer them. And okay, this guy was just curious. And speaking of that, we got two big questions for Cat's Corner this week, so uh, we got a lot to talk about. Let's get into this real quick around the cave. Uninterrupted, undisputed, and unedited. It's time to go around the cave. Very brief. Uh, my cousin. Uh, unfortunately, lost her son to more shooting violence in Chicago, Damn. and uh, he was 19. Damn. So, um, Sorry, really yeah. super hurt. Like this is this is not TV. This isn't just another kid in the paper reading about it. It's my first cousin's baby. We were pregnant with our sons at the same time, and she very hurt. Man, I'm sorry to hear that. You know what, y'all? I'm sorry to hear it too. I'm more sorry that that's how he had to go. Like, these poor babies is just, it's like Bangladesh over here. Like, kids are just killing each other. Like, these child soldiers just killing each other in the streets. Like, it's just, it just, it hit everybody. You know, I don't want to be, you know, like, oh, nobody knows. Like, everybody knows. I've buried a child. Like, this shit is real life. So, we have to um, continue to be strong, but also control our anger, address our emotions, get down with our issues, because she's hurting now. Here's another mad black woman now. You know, like, People, people make comments about like, oh, black women are this and black women are that. We hurt too, y'all. And we hurting in ways that's, that's unexplainable. And yeah, we got a right to be mad. We got a right to be angry. Our babies, we, we putting our babies in caskets. So it ain't, it ain't it's, a, it's a fucking jungle out here, y'all. And we gotta, you know, I ain't saying like stay prayed up. I want you to be off your knees while you're praying. And I want you to be active in the time that you have with your young people in your life because they could be gone. Just, you know, he got shot in the head, y'all. Damn. Who does that to a baby? Who do that to somebody, baby? Somebody grandson, somebody cousin. It's real life out here. So I hate to start it off on a negative thing. So I'll, I'll say, you know, Hug your people. Love your loved ones. Remind our babies that we need them to come back home. Be people to come back home too. Stop being so fucking mad all the time. Be kind to our children because we don't know what can happen. And it hit us. We hit the ambulance. I live right down the street. It's 
ambulance is passing my house. The hospital's not too far away, and it's ambulance all the time. It's somebody's babies. Be, be, love your people, y'all. Love your people. Man, I'm sorry to hear that, man. Is there anything us at Inside the Cave can do? Man, I'm damn I'm sorry to hear that shit, man. Ah. All right, Big Dog, what you got? Hey, man. Um, you know, I was thinking, man, you know, I think we all marks. And what I mean by that, we've allowed the politicians to take away the one thing that normally brings everybody together, and that's sports. And instead of putting pressure on the politicians, we putting pressure on the NFL owners to come to a, basically have a town hall meeting to try to come up with solutions uh, for unarmed young black men being gunned down in the street by police officers. And I think that's bullshit, to be honest. And I'm gonna just leave it right there and let that let that marinate on your brain a little bit. Yeah, I agree. And I talked about reason why I thought it was going on on uh, the Cleves Report podcast. But yeah, I agree. All right, Sly. Oh man. Offer my condolences. Take this time off my condolences. I got some family members that have been um, hurt in the same way. So, um, and I just, I got my own feelings and thought about that shit. That's all. No, so um, I ain't got nothing to say. But um, condolences, cat. And if it's something I could do, you know, reach out to me and uh, I, I'll do it. All right, I, I feel you on that. I feel you. I feel you. All right, Roller. Yeah, I, I was on mute for a second. I also want to take a moment to say, you know, sorry for those people's loss. And it's sad when we, when, when gang violence or street violence or just um, um, things of that sort touch us the closest. It hurts the most. You know, it's easier when it's off in a foreign land, but when it touches us real close, you know, I've had family members killed as well. And it, it's, it's not a good feeling. It makes you start really rethinking life uh so i definitely want to offer uh you know prayers as well to uh not just cat but to the rest of the family um so uh if i can get another 60 um i wanted to touch on um something that may be coming up on the cleese podcast real soon is this uh situation with harvey weinstein and it's not about him specifically it's just about how um, Harvey Weinstein was able to operate in Hollywood for so long and doing the things that he was uh, accused of doing and how now you have uh, these movements coming up against him. Um, every, you know, the women who have had something by him or similar to him uh, done to them, um, they're speaking out as well as some of the men. I find it very peculiar that now everyone he wants to sound the horn when this has been going on, not just through Harvey, but it's been going on in Hollywood since the turn of the century. And while we sit here and point the finger at Hollywood, we also need to be looking at our backyards. Because I know 
I had I didn't grow up white, so I don't know what's going on in their families. I can't you can go by the statistics and all that, but what I do know is is I grew up black. And that's a problem in our community is how many uncles, how many fathers, how many cousins have touched not just little girls but little boys in a wrong way. And we turned a blind eye to it. How many mothers walk around with the guilt of knowing you let another man touch your daughter? How many people are walking around with the guilt of knowing that uncle so-and-so was molesting them kids? We need to step up and start calling this mess out, man. How many women right now are grown, screwed up because their uncle or their father or their girl, their mother's boyfriend touched them? How many little boys are messed up in the head right now because the pastor, because the coach, because the the girl, the, the uh, boy scout leader touched them in the wrong way? Man, we got to start sounding the alarm in our own community. Man, forget Hollywood. That's going to be some filth from now into the day that we all leave this earth. But what we can change is what goes on behind closed doors in our own homes. Wake up, people. Oh, oh. oh wow. That was exciting and enthralling. Would you tell the truth? Yeah, sound like he tried to Thanks, sound like he tried to win back an audience. Hey dog. <laughs> if you hold on time out, if you go to two things I've been visiting the last two weeks. On my page, I've been touching on the music industry, and I've been touching on Hollywood. I've been calling out this Harvey. I've been, first of all, I've been calling out molestation before this Harvey stuff even dropped. And I'm starting to call out this devil worshiping now, too. And a lot of people ain't happy about it. I ain't getting a whole lot of followers behind that. About what these people do behind closed doors. So, no, nah, brother, you can, check, you can check my resume. I've been calling this stuff out. I've been, I've been calling out Art Kelly. I called out, um, who, what other R&B artists? Uh, um, uh, your, uh, Keith Sweat. All, all them what you songs back in the day when we was coming up. What they was talking about, they was touching little girls, man. They weren't checking for those grown women back then. They was checking for them underage girls. I've been calling this stuff out. Wow. All right. Attaboy, Rover. Okay. Uh, first of all, dog, is it recording? Uh... I was going to make this kill yourself and start over, but um, I think I need more time to explain. Now, everybody who listens outside of Chicago is going to be wondering what the hell am I talking about. But actually, Joe and Kat actually talked about this beforehand. But um, we got we, in December, they are finally going to end the Chicago or the Cook County soda tax or that sugar tax thing. You guys heard about that, right? Now, I... I What's really going to happen is this lady, Tony Prickwinkle, uh, she's going to lose her job. She's going to get voted out. And she, she's about to lose her job. And the reason why she's going to lose her job is because you are taxing people and people can see it and people can feel it. Now, she's not the first person to tax, first politician to tax someone. As a matter of fact, she's not even taxing us as much as Mike Pence did, according to reports, when he flew from california to indiana to go back to las vegas and then make another trip to dc all in the same day for like 10 minute stops or whatever like that but the issue is when you go to your check i know we're being taxed by it but i don't see that tax when i get my check every week i don't see the mike pence round trip tax 
when I when I when I go to my bank account, I don't see the Mike Pence tax. But when people go buy soft drinks or anything with sugar in there, they see that they're being taxed. The key to being a politician is you have to know how to fuck the people without them being able to know that you're fucking them. All right. You got to be able to lie to people without them knowing that you're going to lie to them. That's how you know you're not really a good politician. I'll give you examples of politicians in the past. George H.W. Bush. Read my lips. No new taxes. And the next year, he taxed everybody. And people caught on to it a couple years later and he got voted out. But he said no new taxes. You didn't know you were being taxed because he said you weren't going to be taxed. And you end up being taxed. Bill Clinton. I did not have sexual relations with that woman. That's what he said. But he, but he did do it. He knew you had to know if you're going to be a politician, you have to know how to lie to people and make them believe it. Even my favorite president, President Barack Obama, he said, if you like your doctor, you can keep your doctor. And it turns out that you couldn't do that after all. But, you know, he tried. And then the main the main politician that the biggest lie ever, we're going to make America great again. And 60 million people believed it and they voted for him. If you're going to be a politician, you have to learn how to fuck the people without them knowing that you're fucking them. That's all that's all management does. That's what politicians are here for. You're you're a car salesman. So if you haven't learned anything from my inside the cave, learn how to fuck the people without the people knowing that you're fucking them. And that's my inside the cave. Because it's a damn shame this lady's about to lose her job because she really wanted to do something good for people. But you you can't take people's money with with them knowing that you're taking them. Like, people go to the stores and you see that. Like, why am I paying this much for a candy bar and and, and pop and all this kind of shit? Like, you can't do that. And she had a good plan, but you can't do that. So, Thought provoking ignorance with special guests and cave crush interviews. Inside the cave. Now that's how you podcast. Inside the cave. Are you enjoying this episode of Inside the Cave? Well, get your ass up and rate us on iTunes. Inside the Cave Podcast. Five stars or kill yourself and start over. Get the latest in cave fashion at cavecrushshop.com. That's cavecrushshop.com. Follow Inside the Cave on Instagram at Inside the Cave and at Cave Crush for the hottest women on the planet. Like Inside the Cave on Facebook, Inside the Cave Podcast, and follow Inside the Cave on Twitter at Cave Crush. Inside the Cave. Thought-provoking ignorant guy talk with special guests and Cave Crush interviews. Got a problem? Need some advice? Send your questions and problems to Cat for Cat's Corner on Inside the Cave. If you want to leave feedback or ask questions for Cat, the lovely lady of the show, all you do is email us inside the cave podcast at gmail.com or text me 708 250 because that's what you all been doing lately anyway. Giving it directly to me, so. 
and this this I want to give a shout out to Cheryl for referring a lady, uh, Marie. So we're going to get into this right now. All right, Marie says, I am a white woman in an interracial relationship with a beautiful black man. I didn't know black men could be beautiful, but that's what she says. A beautiful black man. We have two kids. My daughter, the oldest, will be entering high school next year. The problem I have is she has been going to a mostly white school all her life. And I'm more concerned than my husband that she might not fit in the more diverse high school she will be attending. Should I be worried? Kat, should she be worried? Oh, wow. Okay, well, first of all, CB, to correct you, black men are the most beautiful thing on this earth next to, like, precious gems, next to, like, stones. Oh, together. Yes, yes. Black uh. men are the all the end all and be all of civilization and they're definitely beautiful no black women are beautiful black men are beautiful we are we are we come from you so our beauty is only a reflection but black men are something else have y'all seen a a beautiful black man lately i have never seen a beautiful black man i'm sorry hey listen uh, a 70, a, a 80 year old grandfather in a rocking chair is still a man and he's still beautiful. Like, cut it out and stop, stop, like, you know, shying away from that beauty because you're not handsome. Handsome implies there's masculinity, but beauty implies that it's like nature. Like, you didn't do nothing to be that way. That's just how you was born. You're beautiful. Black men are beautiful. But to digress, uh, the, the word beautiful stands out in her letter. She states how beautiful her black man is. Amen, sis. However, you do not give your child the exact same beauty, and that bothers me. Because if she's as beautiful as he is, then she could go to a school with all Asian children. She can go to a school with all purple children for all it matters. So I understand where you're coming from in a sense of she's come from a different uh, environment. However, um, She's still a part of her father, and, and she, she will thrive well. And, and I want to kind of bring to your attention, sweetheart, that you don't have to worry about your girl. She's got something that you don't have, and that is that melanin. So she will always find a home with her people. Uh, and it's unfortunate that you won't be able to have that. However, you do have a part of that in your daughter. So allow her to enjoy getting to know and being in a more diverse crowd and finding people of all races, including people who are half her race, uh, to, to see what's so beautiful about this, you know, black child you'd have made with this beautiful black man. So don't worry, boo. Well said, Kat. Well said. This, no, no, I just, hold on. Am I, Cat, I disagree though. I disagree because there's a lot of there's a lot of mixed kids that 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 have identity crisis, and I think that's what she's worried about. You know, if she's been oh, and I will say they they you know they pick their they they find themselves. They find them. I think her biggest concern should be: Is this school a match for my child? Like you, she's going to high school. You can pick a high school. So if you don't think she's gonna enjoy her everyday life there. 
then be a responsible mom and, and, and it's not regarding color or race at all and it's got everything to do with you wanting your child to have the best education but if this place is going to provide her not only the best education but a diverse uh, opportunity you should definitely not only encourage your daughter I mean and, and that's maybe what I'm getting to like because she is half whatever it should be half Polynesian you still have to teach her these are your people as well and this is the heritage, this is what they do, this is what they enjoy, like you have to, it's your responsibility as an interracial mom. You're gonna give her your culture, but you also have to give her her culture. Mm, all right, yeah, got, anybody else got anything on that? Yeah, I actually, I got a, I actually got, I actually got a mouthful on this. Yeah, I got a little something um, on that too. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I'll go first and while you thoughts together, Rona. Um, no, go ahead, go ahead. I mean, basically, man, it depends on what the kid is being exposed to on a daily basis. I mean, having some concerns about her going to a school that's more diverse, if she's been in a school where there's only white kids, it's going to be probably a little bit of a culture shock initially going in, but kids normally adapt pretty easily. You know, she just got to keep... open lines of communication with a kid where her child is comfortable coming to talk to her about whatever's going on. Um, I guess, you know, like in everyday life, if the kids kid is kind of being around a more diverse um, environment away from school, it won't be that difficult. You know what I'm saying? But if that kid has only been around just white kids, it's, it's a difference. I mean, I kind of experienced it with my own daughter, so I mean, not necessarily saying that it'd be bad, but it takes just a little adjustment, you know, that has to go on there. But you know, just one of those things. I mean, that's what that's the, what I was kind of thinking, like you know, because yeah, I was kind of thinking the same thing. I was gonna get personal, but never mind. All right, what you what you think, Sly? Um, um, I think her daughter will be fine. I think she's over overreacting. Uh, freshman year is always a, 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 a trial and area uh, era period anyway regardless of what color the person is I myself my background I went to a, a very diverse high school so it was a little bit of some of everything in there and uh, w- what it is is that she's probably going to end up embracing the, the opportunity to learn a little bit from everybody you know once she becomes comfortable that, that's, that's, that's what's going to happen you know, so uh, I, I think that predominantly black schools are more inviting uh, to different cultures, um, um, races than predominantly all white schools are to other cultures, you know, um, and, and unless you plan sports or get on a scholarship for some type of reason uh, for, you know, but I think she'll be fine and she's, she's definitely overreacting. Um, and and at, at, at that age, a lot of times, the cooler the parents are, the cooler the, the friends treat 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 the um, would treat a daughter. So th- th- those are my experiences that I've had, uh, and um, from, from friends from friends that I have. So uh, I think she's overreacting. Uh, okay, so I guess you and Cat kind of like on the same page. What you think, Rose? Yeah. <clears throat> well, I, I believe that. CB kind of touched on an issue that we like to try to put on to 
multicultural kids, or what we call half and half or 50-50s. And the, the reason I've learned as an adult why that is, isn't necessarily because they're 50-50s. From what I understand, and I'm not trying to clump this young lady into a, a, uh, a big pot of all white women act this way, but this has been our experience running a multicultural salon is that white women will go get a black man, but they don't, they don't, they're not prepared or don't even want what comes with that. <clears throat> so what happens is, is she's trying to raise this young lady as a white girl. That's why she, not, that's not why she had her in a white school, but that's why she's worried. She can't think as a black woman thinks. So she's thinking if she goes off to this black school, she's not going to fit in. But like Kat said, she's going to find a place where she's from. You know what I mean? Because at the end of the day, she is half black. But what happens is, and she might not even know she does this. And this happens a lot when you have white women who have previous kids. So the kid that has, or what happens is, is like one kid may have straighter hair. The, uh, she pulls from the mother and the other kid will have coarser hair. She gets treated differently. You understand what I mean? So there's a dichotomy that goes in this woman where she may be struggling trying to keep the identity of her daughter. And that's the problem. Whereas, um, and I believe that she has a legitimate concern just if, the kid, if everybody was black or if everybody was white. A new school is traumatic to begin with. You're gonna be worried about your kid. That's natural. But all that extra stuff that you added in there with the interracial relationship and the, you know, predominantly white school and because you got flat out dark skinned black kids who go to all white schools who will struggle when they go to a, a city school so to speak you know what i'm saying our daughter went to a, a, a charter school for three years and we were super nervous she fought us crying that she wanted to go to a regular high school for her senior year she went we we, we let her and she's thriving she's doing well all our preconceived notions were wrong the school is a big mess. They have combined all these schools. So there was some extra fear in there for us. And we want to be protective. But I believe what's going on here is, is that this this woman needs to let go and allow this late this young woman to embrace uh, her black side, something that white women don't necessarily do. Just like I feel like uh, uh, a woman can't raise a son to be a man. You know what I mean? Like she can raise them well, don't get me wrong, but he has to have a male fluent something somewhere, right? Same way, she 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 can't raise a black kid. Her, her, her husband has to contribute and hopefully this school will do some of that so she can get that part of her. She's the best of both worlds. If you wanna look at it as a positive, I'm not even hating on this situation. But in my opinion, she needs to, you know, let go of some of her fears, which are legitimate and allow her to find herself. Because what happens, CB, is I believe the struggle is, is those kids can't find themselves. They don't know who they are because they have that one side that keeps trying to suppress that, like like, like Kat said, that melanin that's being drawn, man. There's just something about that melanin. That's why, black, that's why we're the most oppressed people on the planet, man. Because there's just something about black and black is beautiful. And listen, I, I'm a, you know what I mean? I'm a masculine dude. I'm not afraid of that word, though, because we are beautiful. All right. A lot to think about there. Kat, I'll give you the last word, and then we'll move on hey, to just, the next hey, one. Hey, just hold on. I want to say one thing on that before we go to Kat. 
I kind of think we kind of like kind of might be Roland might be going a little too deep into it. I was thinking the same <laughs> because what, what I'm, what I'm, what I'm thinking bad. is this right here. I know when I when I first moved, uh, my daughter went to a school that it probably was uh, 85% white, 85 to 90%. And then she was still um, away from school. You know, you mostly around black people. The neighborhood is somewhat diverse, but not that diverse. You know what I'm saying? No. So when she end up finishing up her senior year in a different school that was predominantly black, it's still a bit of a culture shock. I don't think it has anything to do with the kids, um, mother being white and the dad being black. It's just the fact of if you used to being around um, a more diverse environment or a less diverse environment and then all of a sudden you introduced to something totally different it's going to be an adjustment period there. not saying that she need to be worried like something could be bad but it's, it's just going to be the kid is being exposed to something totally different so it's just going to be a little bit of an adjustment but like I say as long as the uh, lines of communication are open she ought to be fine alright Kat I'll give you the last word Kat so we try to squeeze this next one in all right, real quick. We're doing all this discussion, and really, this generation of kids, man, y'all, they don't care about color. They don't care about sex. They don't care about, you know, you could be an androgynous purple alien, and these kids are like, whatever, dude, you're cool. Like, we're doing all this discussion. And, like, my son's generation, my son's going to be 20 soon, and he doesn't even... He doesn't even see that. Like, he doesn't see color like that. Like, he doesn't... We do. You know, but these new children, they, they don't even see that. Like, if they think you're cool, you're cool. If they don't, they don't. Like, I think we're putting too much on these kids. Let that baby go to school. School's going to be an experience. High school is going to be an experience, no matter if you go with all one race or all your race or all someone's race. It's still going to be a learning, growing experience. Good for you for, you know, asking the question. Because I feel like for sometimes, you know, white mothers feel like they don't know who to turn to about their daughter's hair or their son's habits, or they don't, you know, they don't know. They, they feel embarrassed to ask. And I'm glad you're asking, honey. That's, that's, that's great parenting. So as a mom, you know, I feel you. Let that baby go to school. It's just school, mama. And it doesn't matter if it's school or work when she's an adult or, hell, the funeral home, the, the nursing home when she get old. Like, she's going to meet people. Allow her that experience and be comfortable with the fact that, you know, you have a beautiful daughter with, with such a special, magical gift in her skin. And, and allow for, you know, your pride to show through that little girl. So let her go to school. Here we go. This is from P. P sent this in to me. Uh, I have been reconnected with my wife, but my ex side piece will not leave us alone. I stepped out on my wife years ago and had an affair that lasted two years. It's a long ass affair. I was honest to the woman that I missed home and I begged for my wife back and successfully got her back. How do I get rid of of this side chick who don't understand that we are through. Oh, what is wrong with these side chicks? All right, Kat. I mean, I don't know. Two years. 
it's like, then it's gonna take two years. Like if you put two years in it, then it's gonna take two years to pop off. So she's over you, I guess. Like, that's so difficult because, you know, you, the thing about being a side chick uh, that I don't think guys understand is that mentally you, you're, you're going to leave her differently. Regardless of if you like her or you don't, at the end of the day, if, if she's impressed by you mentally, she's gonna be affected. And if you can't give her all of the things that you know you 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 told her you would or or dreamed you told her you dreamed, like it, it's going to affect her mentally. So I I don't know. I, I guess he should ask you guys because I can't I, I can't tell him. Like she she has a right to be a little attached because it was two years. It wasn't like you know for a month and a half y'all fooled around. Like two years is. A long I disagree, Cat. <laughs> Whatever happened to no means no. In in his case? Yes, no means no. I mean, just think about it like this. I mean, in a perfect world, yeah, he's supposed to be like, yeah, it's over. And she was like, all right, cool. And then she got in her car and drove home and everything just went back to normal. Like, in a that's perfect elite. world, sure, that's the way he would love for it to happen. But again, like... You're dealing with another person, another two years mean like he met her friends, like two years means, you know, he was significant in her okay. life. Let me catch hey, yeah. Hold on, let me, let me, let me, let me, can I ask y'all a question real quick, Kat? Let me ask you a, one question. Let's just say the story was in reverse and the woman said, I was dealing with this man and I'm tired of him going back to my other man. See, we don't, don't but, change up the question. But yet. he, but he we, said, we but he said, I, I, I can't get rid of that. I, I still need that pussy. But a woman can say, no, you're not getting no more of this pussy. And he had to accept that. So when that man says, Nay, I don't want this relationship no more and go back home to my wife. He said he has all these murders of these sad niggas that can't keep the bitch. So he go slice her throat. Like, are you like, there are there are men who emotionally can't let go, just like there are women who emotionally can't let go. No means no. Hey man, let's get back to the original question. question I don't know what yeah. the fuck CB talking about. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, that shit. I, I think my man leaving some. He leaving some out. And what I mean is, uh, he got to be mis. He got to be still misleading this lady. This is, I mean, I'm just saying, like, if he wasn't interested in her, if he's gotten back with his wife, he's let her know, you know, there are steps and measures you can take to ensure this person is no longer in your day to day. So for him to be like, she just won't leave me alone. Like, is she a ninja? Do she sneak around? Like, you know, he, he's making it seem like she's doing something. Hey, Kat, you know what? Unless this guy's being stalked and he need to go file charges. Exactly. If you cut off communication like, and stop misleading her, hell, there stop are fucking measures her. you can take to protect She'll stop her. harassing your motherfucking ass. Hey, what'd you say, dog? Stop, stop what? fucking her. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, and lying to her. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm with dog on this one. I'm with dog. I think he should stop fucking her good. Like, he should be bad sometimes. Like, no, nah, he needs to just stop if you're trying to get rid of him. Well, well you can't just stop cold, Troy. You got to wean off of him. You got to nah, you can bad. just stop. You can just cut that shit off. You can be like, I'm done. With the craziness, like with the crazy, when he's crazy outweigh good pussy any day. Like it doesn't matter how crazy you got to sleep together together. Like you, you, if you're trying to get back with your wife and she just won't go, like she's gotta, you gotta, you know, I guess when tough she, times she, call for tough people. You gotta do what you gotta do, right? When she crazy, it gotta be her idea. You gotta make her think it was her idea to leave you alone. 
See, see, see and, that, and that's the problem. See, you still trying to play games with him. I'm saying like, cut that shit off. Like, Completely. Man, give, give her like 30 seconds and then be like, I'm tired. No, just, yeah. just, just, just bow out. Just, hey, that's all you get. That shit ain't gonna work, Sly. Hey, you gotta be bad, man. You gotta let her think it's her, it's her idea to, to leave you alone. Cause she gonna keep trying. She gonna keep trying. That's that's that crazy. If you, hey, hey, <laughs> hey, that's that crazy. You can't fuck them good all the time. They start coming. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta be bad sometimes. <laughs> you gotta be bad sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> like he wants her to his infidelity, but he don't want the side chick to have patience about his fidelity. Like you, you kind of got a double standard. They, they both should get the same patience, I think. If you're gonna, that's why these sad, you know, if you can't afford the energy, the money, the time for a sad chick, don't audition these hoes, because you emotionally scarring a lot of women out here. Yeah, I totally know? disagree with what you're saying. Fuck them women, I got a wife. What kind, of, what kind of patience you got to have to get out of a relationship you don't want to be in? You got kids with the side chick? to be in one at one point, though. Like, that's the, the whole yin and yang of it okay, all. Okay, but now, but now he don't want to be in it. That'll be like, um, so let's let's just say like CB said earlier. Okay, we, we're in a relationship. And I want to have sex every night. And then at first you was cool with it. Then all of a sudden now you don't want to. Oh well, I don't and know. If if I, and if I and if I continue, that's right. for like I don't know. And, and again, you know, I, I definitely agree with you guys. But all I'm saying is, be careful of the double standard. Be careful of expecting patience on one end and not. Cat, uh, it sounds like you're victim blaming. Cat, that's a that's a totally different subject. I'm not saying that, like, I totally agree with you guys. He wants to be done with her. And if she understood she was a sad chick, then she needs to play a role and take a step back, definitely. But as you're saying, if he's still fucking her every Tuesday, if they stand an appointment, like, that's mixed signals. And you either stand on it or you don't. If, you, if you're definitely not interested in this woman anymore, again, there are measures you can take to secure that you don't have to deal with her ever again. But if you still fucking around with on the side, it's like, well, damn, what you, what, what do you expect of her? And if you do have expectations, have you made them clear to her? And can she hold up for them? Because that's the other thing. A lot of niggas like, damn, can you just be the sad chick? And it's like, she not good sad chick material. She talk too much or she messy or she <laughs> just not the good choice to make. Like some women are great side chicks. I just had a discussion the other day with a woman who acts as being a side chick hereditary. She feel like every other woman in her family had to be the other woman. And she was asking, like, is that a hereditary thing? Like, so, I mean, it could be. Like, we don't know. But I'm just saying that there are some women that you shouldn't even try to attempt to have as a side chick. But you know we can't handle it. But let me... I feel like I'm playing playing double Dutch. Can I... Hey, man. All I know is this right here. (laughs) If a motherfucker tell me they done with me one time, you ain't got to tell me twice. Okay, bro. I know you want to get in. I'm, let me just let me just you say. Feel me, Sly. One time, one shot. You look like chasing behind a motherfucker. Don't want to be with you. All I want to say, all I want to say is this. I've been preaching this since the day one of this show, fellas. The side chick thing is done. Get a mistress. 
mistresses uh, you don't have these kind of problems with mistresses because mistresses know their role from the beginning you if you would have had your mistress you your wife and your mistress could have had a beautiful relationship together but you still chose to have a side chick and now you got problems you don't have these kind of problems with mistress your mistress would have smoothed things over with with your wife uh, two years ago when you first started having these problems that's why you got to get you a mistress that understands your marriage. They, they, hey, mistresses been, have, been, have been saving marriages since day one. Get you a mistress. See, but so can you, when you when you get a mistress, CB, can you go from mistress? Like when you get older, you're going to turn into a sugar daddy and then like. You know. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> hey, CB, how about you kill yourself and start over? <laughs> <laughs> What is, what, is, what is the difference? The mistress like a higher caliber? Are you higher on the rung if you're? Oh no, 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 no. Supposed to be a mystery. You're supposed to, you're supposed to understand what you're getting yourself into, and and, and a mystery. Understand is, it's going to be that in just that. You see, if you listen, see if you listen to episode fourteen, I believe <laughs> I break this. Show, stop. Hey, I break this down on episode fourteen of Inside the Cave. See, the problem with side chicks is this. See, I give, I'll break it down for you, ladies. See, Destiny's Child, okay? Destiny's Child didn't work out because there was always someone else trying to be number one, okay? Latoya Luckett didn't understand she couldn't be number one. Latavia, they didn't understand they could be number one. But Kelly was the perfect mistress. She understood. That's my role. I'm never going to be Beyonce. I'm never going to be better than Beyonce. I'm going to keep on. I'm going to stay on this Destiny's Child train and make this money and be the best number two sidekick to Destiny to Beyonce. There is. I know my role. That's up for. That's a, a great analogy, CB. That's for. Yeah, men are put, and that's for the man. The man has. The man has to come up with. Hey, no, no, no. That analogy was good. Fucking Destiny Child and shit. No, no, that analogy was good because that's if, if you know if you know the group, that's exactly what happened. Matter of fact, even Kelly Rowland in her in 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 the separate group as a solo artist, she always still takes a back seat to Beyonce. Every time Kelly Rowland would release something. Beyonce got to do something that week to overshadow her. Like it, it's crazy. Like if you really look into it, Kelly. It's cool. A matter of fact, it, some even say that's um, Beyonce's father's love child. That's why she's so close to the family. But regardless <laughs> of that, she understands that she's number two. She'll never be number one ever in anything. She was number two on the song "Dilemma" with Nelly. She was number two. <laughs> she's always gonna be number two. And that's fine. And look, she's made millions being number two. She has never starred in a movie. She's always been the co-star. Her role in life is to be number two. And she's cool with it. And that's what you have to that's what you have to find as a man. You can't have a side chick because a side chick is gonna always wanna be your main girl. Get you a mistress that's cool with being number two. And there's plenty of them out there. So so C B to sum it up, you want us to to take a look at a woman that wants to be the first place number one the second no. well first you have to find first you have to find it, it, it all it all makes sense now i figured it out i figured it Slide. out i figured Slide. it out first you have to find you a main girl once you find your main girl then you find you a, 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 a hey, hey cb i got a question yeah um do you write donald trump's material 
<laughs> no. <laughs> Well, let me, hey. can, can I finally get my word in? You gonna no, come on, Roland? I hope you come with some sense, cause I don't know what the fuck CB talking about, man. Yeah, I'm trying. I'm trying. I'm trying to help the brother. Listen, God, let's damn. let's take the man at his word, and let's say that everything he says is truthful. We don't know about no he hitting it on the side, all that stuff, right? Yeah. So let's just say the brother gets what he gets because he decided to step out. It's, it comes with the territory, brother. There is no advice for that. You should have never went down that road. That's the that's the advice. You made a mistake. Either cut it cold turkey and do the best you can do to stay away, or you you kind of messed up. That's and all. That was, that's all you can do. That was going to be my final word to it. <laughs> the matter is, it's karma. It's just you can't you can't do something in the universe that's not okay and then get upset when it happens back to you like. You stepped out on little lady. Like it, 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 for some people, it turns into a flat tire on their car, and for you, it wound up being a bitch that wouldn't go away. Like it comes back, the universe comes back, and you kind of just got to man up and figure out the best way psychologically to handle this woman because it's all mental at this point. If you're a part of her every day for two fucking years, like that's two Christmases, two birthdays. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, Kat, you starting, you starting to sound like you could be one of those women. <laughs> Just, I'm, I'm looking at it from both point of view. And, for, and, and I'm trying to get him to understand that mentally, you know, while you just ready to go and rekindle something you already had going, you might have been her everything at one point. So you gotta, you gotta understand, like, it just comes with the territory, and I'm so sorry. And, and CB... You know, as much as I disagree, I agree. Like, you you got to pick your women better and, and put them, if you're going to have more than one, categorize them well because you'll you'll wind up in messes like this all the time. And as I always tell you, Kat, you're going to go very far in this business agreeing with me. And <laughs> that woman needs some counseling. That's what it sounds like. Yeah, some missing out of that story. She need mistresses counseling. She needs them to understand how to be a better mistress. Hey man, ain't nothing worse than you going out there doing some shit, then you want to cry victim when the when the shit don't go right. So oh, we better not go that route, big dog. <laughs> All right, that hey, was man, that's that's a fact. Uh -oh. That's a uh -oh. fact. I mean, you can you can you can tiptoe around that shit. I ain't, I ain't, I'm not saying victim blaming. What I'm saying is, when you uh, do certain things in life, you understand the consequences that come along with it. You can lie to yourself right, until that shit hit you in the face. All right, that was Cat's Corner this week. Guys. See something effed up? Talk, Talk your shit. shit. Kill yourself and start over on Inside the Cave. My mind comes from uh, working out or being into physical fitness as much as I am. I'm, um, I want the, the, the big women that decide to buy workout clothes but don't work out. Uh, <laughs> false flagging and false advertising. I would definitely love for them to kill themselves and start over. Oh, <laughs> Please do it. Please do it. Uh, yeah, man. I'm tired of the false flagging, man. I'm tired of the false flagging, the false advertising. It just it, 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 it bothers me. But hey, you, you can you can spend a couple hundred dollars on a, on a, a Nike nice Nike outfit um, to sport because of the comfortability. It's comfortable, but nobody wants um, a gym membership. <laughs> oh man! I think we got too. Hey, we got too many guys talking like Sly on this show now. It used to just be one. <laughs> All right. Uh, 
Well, I'm going to give mine to, uh, I'm going to give a reset and start over to Colin Kaepernick. Uh, and the reason why is because he just hired Mark Garakos as his lawyer. And I don't know if you guys know who Mark Garakos is or remember Mark Garakos, but Mark Garakos is a loser. All right. That's a loser. All he's going to do, you, Mark Garakos. He has a podcast, actually. I actually listen to his podcast every now and then. And he's a big-time lawyer. He actually was Michael Jackson's lawyer in the past. But he's a loser. Mark Garakos doesn't do anything for his clients but get them publicity. He's a overpriced, hotshot New Yorker uh, PR guy. That's what he really is. He's out the law business now. He seems like he's just a PR guy. And the last thing that Colin Kaepernick needs is more PR. He's getting that on his own. So why would you hire Mark Garakos? He's a male version of what's that lady's name? Lisa Lisa Blumenthal. What what's her name? Roland Bloom. Lisa Bloom. Yeah, it's another version of that. He's a, pre- he's like, a predator. And, and like I told you know, I told my wife this before. I said, look, I'm on the road. I drive a lot. I said, if I ever get killed by the police, I said, do not hire any of these black lawyers. That's trying to get famous. Do not hire. I don't want Al Sharpton showing up in no press conference. I don't want none of these black, black hotshot wannabe famous Jesse Jackson wannabe motherfuckers popping up. I'm sorry. They haven't did anything. All those black kids that got killed in 2015, 2016, all them black lawyers showed up at the scene like fucking ambulance chasers and ain't did shit. But good. Give PR. All right, yeah, Trayvon Martin, people got some money, but fucking Zimmerman got off. You motherfuckers ain't worth shit. I told my wife, don't hire them motherfuckers. I don't want Sharpton. If I get killed, you handle it. You're smart enough, you handle it. I don't need Sharpton and other motherfuckers trying to make money off of me. That's the same thing fucking Garakos is. It's the truth. That's the same thing fucking Garakos is. What was Colin Kaepernick thinking? Reset and start over. Don't hire that guy. Ugh. All right, all right. Anybody else got anything? Yeah, I do. Um, I want to give a kill yourself and start over to Ben Affleck <laughs> for putting his for putting his foot in his mouth. You got to be the dumbest dude on the planet that you thought that you can come out and blast Harvey Weinstein for being a sexist yeah, pig and have and not have your dirt unleashed on 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 the world. Yeah, because they pulled they they pulled. I mean, listen, I don't know. Listen, this is how you know that the government killed Tupac and Biggie. Oh God! Internet can find anything. If you done it ten years ago online, they gonna find it. If you did it on a TV program on cable access, they gonna find it. Man, the internet is undefeated, man. I'm talking about it. What if 24 hours they had two videos? A Ben Affleck basically um, molested, you know what I mean? Um, sexually right. assaulting a woman on camera. All right, I'm not trying to make light of this, but I just can't believe people are surprised that rich, powerful men take advantage of vulnerable women. Well, I've never heard of that before. It goes on all the fucking time. Like, I, no, like, no, no, you, you're missing it, bro. Now, this whole Harvey Weinstein and uh, how is this a story? Like, this has been going on forever. Donald Trump said it. 
when you're rich and powerful, you can grab women by the pussy. This is what he said. I, I know, but where where the outrage is coming from is is where the, I think it's what they call fake sympathy. What happens is is an incident happens, and then everybody sympathizes with it, and right. then turn. Then what happens is is you change the narrative. I will give you an but, example. But Trump did Cat, the same thing though. Hold Cat. on. Okay. Cat, did you see the the hashtag Me Too? Did you see that hashtag? Okay. So I guess what happened was is that. People, I'm going to think it was Alyssa Milano, who was or wasn't, I don't know what happened to her, but we know she was a child star. She grew up a very attractive young lady. Who knows? Anyway, she came up with the hashtag Me Too. It was a platform for people to share their stories of cases that happened to Me Too. <clears throat> now this Me Too hashtag then, then turned into how men ain't shit, men ain't this, men are that. It's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Why, how did the narrative change? But men ain't shit. Men is name a point in but history. That's not the, men but that's have, not the, but you okay. missed. That's not the point. That's okay. not the point. Just like the whole knee thing. Regardless if he was right or wrong when he took the knee, how how are we how are we now here at the whole disrespect the flag and the we still ain't talking about why he took the knee because they change they they do the sympathizing. And then they change the narrative. That's what I'm, they do. Hey, all right. I'm sorry. I got to say this, but I'm, I, you know what? Okay. I asked my wife this question the other day. And I said, let me ask you, because she works, I can't say where she works. But okay. I said, if you were going for a, a raise or going for a promotion at your job, and you knew you were qualified to get that job, and they told you that you had to go meet the guy when you work out of town, you got to go to this guy. Uh, you're going to meet at the Marriott Hotel. But then when you get there, another co-worker says, hey, you're you're definitely going to get the job, but he wants to meet you in his hotel room. He's probably going to have a bathrobe in. I asked her, I said, would you still want that fucking uh, pro- uh, promotion? She said no. But she saw, first she said it couldn't happen at my job that kind of way. But she said no. And that's the thing. All How could this be going on? You know, like everybody, once you go, when you go on Howard Stern's show, everybody knows what Howard Stern's going to do. And everybody said, oh, that's just Stern being Stern. Okay, that's so that's a you problem. At some point, you can't, women can't be this powerful, these powerful individuals and, and they can do everything a man can do. But then you want to play weak and vulnerable. You knew this going in. This is what we talked about earlier. Everyone knows what you're going to get with Howard Stern sexually harasses women all the fucking time but it's howard stern it's the howard stern show it's okay for that to happen like get the fuck out of here i don't know like what what am i supposed to do cb you got a point but if you listen to the story though is that each case what happens is 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 you either take the temporary pain of what happened or you lose your career it's simple as that and they don't want to and they're Why not willing to do that. Well, I guess you got to make a moral moral decision. What's yeah. more important? Do I want this money, which is the dirtiest thing in the fucking world, or do I want to, or do I want to just have some moral? I'm gonna with take myself? you back. I'm gonna take you back to football. All I'm saying is everybody ain't no fucking victim, man. That's no, all. it ain't a. Well, when you cho- when you made the choice, you chose not to be the victim. Exactly. They, they, they made a choice. And that's why that that's why it upset me a little bit is that about the whole Bill Cosby thing. If that was you know I don't know was it real wasn't it real? But to me, after you walked that thing off for twenty years, how is it now 
that you want to bring it out. That's I just don't understand why would why would you go to the place? The point with the whole thing, I think what it's supposed to bring to light is the behavior of the person doing it. We have excused men slapping secretaries on the ass for centuries. Right, right. And right. the behavior is just not okay. Me fucking too. I was a temporary downtown for a law firm that this partner, this partner of this law firm, I'm a temporary. He immediately offers to buy me lunch. He immediately suggests that I'll be able to stay a little bit longer. And he immediately asked me, do I want to go out? It's like, this is a married attorney. I've been here all of like 39 minutes and I just wanted to do my job and needless to say I wasn't even asked back the next day you know and it's like, I'm just in college trying to make money and and all I'm doing is just going to work and this dude like just basically said because I wasn't going I can't work there anymore like it, it happens to women every day all the time and and it doesn't matter individual stories of women did you report that when it happened Kat that's all I want to know but CB, this is what I'm saying. The point of the whole Me Too thing is we reported to who for what? What you mean for so what? Like, you lost your job because you didn't want to like like it's a, the, the, the the culture is the culture is for what? You know, when I when I said something That's the problem. That's the problem right there. You shouldn't feel that. You got you got you got to start That's changing the culture. This is exactly what I'm saying. Like this is what it's trying to bring to life. That when some freak at a temporary job does something that's not nice, there's somebody you can tell and it'll affect him. Because my thing is, who am I going to tell that it's going to affect him? Like, nobody's going to go arrest him for being a freak, for being a jerk, for not letting me come back. Because that's all they're going to label it as. They're not going to label it as harassment or abuse. They're not going to label it. And that's what, and the not that's what they're trying to bring to life. That that's not okay. And you should speak up to whoever. Screaming from outside the building. The dude in the 49th floor just fired me because I wasn't going. Like, that that's what it's saying. You know, it's saying, like, that these guys have been doing it for so long. And, and, and my mother has always said to me, a man will only do something to a woman, another woman, allow him to be hurt. There were obviously women who were going. And so that's why he was so brazen with the behavior. Because for every woman who's not going, there's seven who did go. And went lovingly, went with open arms, went with the attitude of, okay, sure, I'll do this so I can be a stop. Like, they thought it was an even trade. So, of course, there are some women, like you say, with those morals. And morals are a person. You, you come with them. Nobody can shake them or break them. So your morals are what you come with. And there are some people whose morals don't involve And that's who you do. But I'm just saying the behavior. That that creepy ass boss or that dude that, that you know talks bogus about other employees, like that's the guy we wanna stop. We wanna stop that, that locker room quote unquote behavior. Because there are guys out here doing it every day to women every day. And it's not Alright. I got a lot to say on that hey, but hey. I'm <laughs> you remember on um on Players Club? Dollar Bill said, you got to use what you got to get what you want. Yeah. Yeah. You got a lot of females that take that approach. That's a not lead. all. And it's not all. 
don't get me wrong, you got some that got more, they don't stand for it. Uh, but you can't just, if a situation occurs, not standing for it can't be the only thing you do. Sometimes you got to be the one to step up as soon as that type of shit happens, so he won't continue to do it to the next person. You know, that's how that's how you end up with what, what Roland's talking about now, this song Weinstein guy. You know, females, you got some that walked away and took the chance on sacrificing their career. Some went ahead and, you know, and took the sexual advance and but in the beginning, if somebody speaks up, it's it just, it just like in the hood, like for example, you know, we say don't snitch, right? Yeah. And then at the same time, you know, we see crimes, people getting killed, and nobody say shit because it's, you know, it don't affect them directly. Same thing with the cops. How can you go to the cops and say, um, you know, you got good cops and bad cops, and then you expect him to speak up against the guys that's in his little fraternity. It's got, it's, it's, this is something that's going on across the board. That no snitches bullshit is something that everybody does, but on different levels. I agree. Absolutely. I agree. Because Rose McGowan, she actually won her lawsuit against Harvey and ain't say a fucking word for 10 years. You can sue the man and still don't say nothing. Because this is all right. about that money, like CP said. Yeah, they well. want the money. And see, they don't, the they don't want to put a stop to it. That's that, exactly. See, my Every job. time a celebrity or, or somebody famous get into a situation, they just pay that shit off. People get the, they get the pay off. They don't care about justice or really sending that motherfucker to jail. They want to get paid. Yeah, and, and let's be clear. Rape is the most serious crime there is. Because there's an excuse for you to have to murder somebody. There's never an excuse for you to have to rape somebody. So for women in these cases to take that shit lightly and just say, yeah, I did get sexually assaulted, but for 50, for 50 million dollars, it doesn't affect me anymore. Like, yeah, that's come wrong. on, man. I totally that's agree. Yeah, so how, right. people, how are we supposed to take you serious? So Harvey Weinstein, it's a clause in his contract with his company that he started. You can look this up, facts, that as long that you that he couldn't get fired, if, if someone files a lawsuit against him because he's going to be writing checks on that, you can't fire. So what's more important, ladies? Mm. You know, that's on you. Well, I, I don't believe. I don't believe that because you don't. You don't. You don't. You don't research shit. So. It's, it's his, no, seriously. <laughs> <laughs> he did have a clause in there on that. On that I'm, I'm messing with CB Listen to Inside the Cave now on iHeartRadio for more thought-provoking ignorance. Listen to the Cleves Report with Ro now on iTunes. Hey, ladies, it's time for To Tell the Truth. Ladies, let's talk about it with Sly on Inside the Cave. Oh, again, what are we talking about again this week, uh, Sly? This, this for for this week's question is the scenario is ladies, your your guy asks you asks you to get dressed and asks you to get dressed sexy. He takes you out and he takes you to a swingers club. What's your reaction? Okay, all right. Let me I'm gonna read now. What was last week's question? Because I do have a couple feedback from last week. Okay, last week's question was. 
um, the setup was men love women love to hear men um, tell them that we're about to come so that scenario ladies you hear your man say he's about to come multiple choice answers where do you want him to come at A inside you B on your back C roll over on your tits D roll over in the face and take it in the face E roll over and take it in your mouth or D <laughs> uh, uh, F all of the above all of the above <laughs> All right, let me give me. Give me. <laughs> uh, uh, Kat, first of all, do you have, do you have anything you want want to say on, say on this? <clears throat> Is it true that women like to know where when a man says he's about to come? I mean, for some women, not for me. Oh, really? So Kat, you don't want to know Kat. when a man? What? You you Cat, uh, you you don't get a feel some type of way when he's about to say that. I'm about to make him do it. So if I'm making him do it, he doesn't need to announce it. This isn't a podium. I know he's about to because I'm doing it. Uh, you don't get a little bit. See, you got you got aggressive with me right there. I'm just talking about. It. <laughs> so you don't put a little extra thrust in yourself. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, I think my only issue with the question is, you know. <laughs> I just, I would rather somebody to know me well enough to know what I like and know, you know, one night I may want it, not at all. And one night I may, you know, it's like that, that question's kind of. That's a great answer, Kat, because that's, that's one of our I think women, women are creatures, you know, of the moment. We like the thrill. That's correct. Doing something you know, that's that's out of this world amazing. And then you do some extra freaky, like the element of surprise is fantastic. So stop announcing it. Right. That's not sexy. That's like being like, oh, I'm, I'm doing my home. Or I'm, like when they finish their homework, I'm finished. Like, you don't have to announce it, honey. We can to tell a woman that if, if, if you're on, connected you with her and then right. that then whatever you feel is. Bro, what's wrong with your boy, man? Cat, I ain't saying, Ted, I'm, I'm announcing it. Yeah, you're about to make me come. I'm not telling you where I'm going to put it. That's the spontaneity about it. Like, like I, I can take control of that situation. But it's spontaneous, and you just told me you're about to. So I'm bracing myself. But you, like, you, just, the- you, you, just said, you just said that you know that already. That's what you're working for. You know that already, Kat. You know that already. <laughs> But, you, I, not, but, but what you don't know is where I'm gonna put it. What you don't okay. know is where I'm gonna put it, and that's the surprise. Right. All right, hey, can I tell you guys a story now? This will definitely be edited out. Fuck around, forget to edit this one out, boy. It's gonna be some furniture moving around. Some shit when you get some <laughs> Hold on, hold on. Like Bernie said, there's going to be some smoke in the city. Yeah. Hey, but I do want to read this. This is from Chantel. Chantel did say, Sly, uh, hold on. If I'm with my man, uh, the only way this will go down if I'm with my man, and he should know already through our communication and our chemistry where he should be able to come. Hmm. Mm. Sound like Pat was right. Okay, hold on. I got one more. Hold on. Hold on. This is from 
Well, okay, this is from Anonymous, all right? Because I, I, I might forget to edit that part, so I will say this from Anonymous. None of, none of your motherfucking business. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. oh, they just scared. They just scared. <laughs> all right, and then this is from, uh, this is, this, well, she, I don't know, should I say her name, but this is from Cat's Homegirl. That's how I'll just say it like that. That question is ridiculous. <laughs> And my qu- and my answer is dependent upon the type of relationship I have with the person. So okay, good, good. Different levels of relationship, yeah. Yeah. I got right. some. I okay. got some. Okay. Um, of course, of course, one person says. Uh, one person says, in a condom. Uh, <laughs> 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 Angela said in a condom. Another Angela. Said she she has a um order of preference. She said A, then E, then B, then back to E, then B, and then D. Said, Damn. Watch, now wash my hair. Then watch my hair. Now go back to E. Wait, so Angela must be getting gang banged. <laughs> I'm, I'm not... how, many, how many people in the room with Angela? I don't know, but uh, I, she likes protein. Angela getting, Angela getting cum shots, boy. I, I, another another woman um, by the name of Valencia. Said, Hold on, don't they call that Burk Burkett or something like that? Hey man, how much porn do you watch, boy? <laughs> None. Somebody else says, uh, wherever, wherever he wants it. Mm, beautiful lady. Is is it show? Uh, somebody, somebody else just says, "Sly, I love all, love them all." So I guess that it doesn't matter. Mm. <laughs> I guess, I guess it doesn't matter. I guess it really doesn't matter to that person right there. Uh, so um, I, I, a man said uh, he he had he was so um, impressed. He he had to make sure he knew what what. Um, what the answers was for A, B, C, D, and E was again, because <laughs> people was reading off the answers, was just reading off the letters to the answers and not and not actually saying where they wanted to put it. So he need, he needed to know. And these these are coming off my social media page, off my Facebook page, and right. the ladies are not not shy about answering off of here. Atta girl, we like them. We like those ladies. Okay, so fly one more time. Give this week's question again. This week's question, ladies. The scenario is. The guy asks you to get dressed and he asks you to wear something sexy. He takes you to a club. The club is a swinger club, a swingers club. What's your reaction? Thank you for listening to Inside the Cave. Inside the Cave now brings you the official store to get all things Cave Crush and Inside the Cave at CaveCrushShop.com. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Cave Crush and like our Facebook page, Cave Crush Shop. Inside the cave. Inside the cave. Inside the cave. Inside the cave. We're on the number one show. Inside the cave. Three Lee Films.